Welcome. You're listening to the Legal Business World podcast series. In this episode, Alec Windrink is having a conversation with Sarah Liesker. They talk about the article she wrote on litigation funding and litigation funding overall. Sarah, in your article, you explain to us what litigation funding is, and you give a brief overview of the situation in other countries. Which country, in your opinion, is the most advanced? Well, um, I would say that at the moment, the UK has the most advanced market on litigation funding. Surely, litigation funding was launched in Australia and spread across the world from there. But in the UK, a relatively small country, uh, the market has been filled and saturated with a variety of strong players, some of which are also stock exchanged. And as a result, litigation funding has been academically researched and much talked and written about in the UK, is self-regulated and widely accepted. I think also in continental Europe, uh, Germany is another excellent example of an advanced market on litigation funding. Thank you. Ron Friedman posted an article on his blog about litigation finance. And IMF Bentham, based in Australia, pioneered commercial litigation finance 15 years ago. And one of Ron's questions to Bentham was, do you think financing increases the number of cases filed? What do you think? Well, it's a, it's a good question, um, and it's actually a much-heard uh, critique on litigation funding, that it will increase the number of friv frivolous claims being filed, or more neutral, that it will impose an extra burden on the already swamped judicial system. I personally strongly disagree with this critique. And reason for that is that for every 10 applications for funding, only one lawsuit is actually being financed. The other nine are rejected. And we find that a rejection by us as a funder will often bereave the applicant of its incentive to litigate. Hence, I would suggest that actually the opposite is true. Litigation funding could decrease the number of cases filed. Ron concluded in this article on his blog that litigation finance has gained significant mind share recently and he expects to see the litigation finance market continue to grow. What do you think? Will this market continue to grow? And what needs to be done in countries where litigation funding is less or not accepted at all? Um, I think the market will definitely continue to grow and more and more countries will become familiar with litigation funding. As funders move their business, their or local entrepreneurs will pioneer in their market. I do think it's going to be a long way, as each country has its own legal system, its own civil codes and case law. So, in my opinion, litigation funding isn't a global market, but a patchwork of local markets. And the pioneer in each local market will have to have a long breath and realize that the local legal system needs its own time to embrace litigation funding. And let's return to the basic of litigation finance. Who, who is the actual client nowadays? Is it the lawyer, the litigant? And do you think that this will change in the future? Uh, the actual client is the litigant. I see some funders moving towards law firm funding. And as I understand this move from a commercial point of view, it simultaneously narrows the opportunity for the litigants to seek funding. Uh, lawyers are an important connection uh, for any litigation funder, 
and we embrace the view that a funder should have its own contact and, and contract directly with the litigant, as should the lawyer. Uh, as funders, we strive to work with, with uh, preferred partnerships, law firms with which we have had good experiences and vice versa, but not on an exclusive basis. And this comes from our belief that the litigant is the ultimate client and enhancing the access to justice is an important reason for our existence. And we strive to include as many litigants as possible. Okay, thank you. Sarah, another question, something else. Um, you and your company used crowdfunding as an instrument to gain more liquidity for your litigation finance product. Why did you use crowdfunding and was this type of financing successful for, successful for you? Um, we chose crowdfunding in 2015 out of a number of options that we had to secure growth finance. An important reason for us to choose this option was the free marketing that we anticipated to come along with it. Firstly, because all potential investors would seriously read our proposal and thus become acquainted with litigation funding. And secondly, the free publicity following a crowdfunding success. Uh, and successful it was. The campaign was fu fully funded in 12 hours. Uh, thus became one of the largest crowdfunding successes of that year and we were awarded for it in 2016. We might use it again, although truth be told, we might have grown a little bit too large by now to be attractive for crowdfunding again. And of course, there's many more questions to ask about litigation. And, um, but is there, something, is there something you would like to share? Other things you would like to share with us? Something important that our listeners should know about? I think the market uh, should embrace and further litigation funding as it has an important role to play in any country's litigation system. It has a huge role in leveling the legal playing field and securing access to justice for litigants. Uh, it also can be a good and profitable business model, which is really attractive for investors. And finally, lawyers get to do cases that without litigation funding might not be done. So all in all, I would say the market should know that litigation funding is here to stay. Okay, thank you very much, Sarah. It's, it's really inspiring to talk with you about developments in the legal market. And uh, if you don't mind, we certainly will call you again when we have burning questions about litigation. Please do so, and thank you as well.